Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode that is a super special episode for you today because I have my friend Laura Sandretti here with me to talk about a bunch of things, some new upcoming books, a conference that we're going to both be at coming up soon, which we'll give you details on. But I just want to make sure that you have the opportunity to meet Laura and know what she's about and what she is up to. She lives in the same area that I do, and we bump into each other occasionally. In teaching women, we both have a passion and a heart for letting you know who you are in Christ and helping you grow and encourage you. And Laura has been able to do that now, not only in speaking, but in writing her books. So Laura, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm giggling it because we do bump into each other a lot. It's fun. I know. It's kind of like, oh, you're here. Yay. Hi. And then move on. And then we won't see each other for a while. And then I saw on social media not long ago that you have another book coming out. I was like, hey, you need to come and tell my people about yourself and about your book. So let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about, I mean, roughly where you're from, but how did you get into ministry? What is your focus and how, what does that look like for you? Mm, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like you said, I live in the, uh, I live in the Sussex area, Pewaukee area. So I am, um, nearby, uh, Erica and yeah, I started in ministry uh, a long, long time ago, but as far as speaking and writing, I've been speaking for probably the last 15 years. I'm speaking to women at retreats, conferences, mom's groups, uh, and I started, my first book I published um, was actually, I'm, I don't know if I told you this, Erica, but it was my corners, or my capstone project for um, my master's degree at Trinity. So, oh, you didn't. Um, cool. Yeah. So I'll get your wheels going for your own when you get to, <laughs> you get to that point um, in, your, in your degree. It's, it was kind of cool to um, write and you know, kind of do a dual purpose thing. At that time, I was uh, on the board at a inner city ministry that provided um, transitional living services for formerly homeless, formerly incarcerated um, people who were formerly addicted. Um, and so it was a cool way to do a little bit of, you know, uh, fundraising and awareness for that ministry um, while also getting to publish, um, my first book. So, yeah. So uh, since then I've written, um, I'm actually just wrapping up my fifth book and hopefully my last book for a long time. <laughs> I'm a little burned out, but, um, but yeah, as far as like what my heartbeat is for, you know, whether it be writing books or speaking to women or, um, I write for a international ministry magazine and, really what, what I want women to, my mission statement for my ministry is just to help women think differently about themselves and about the Lord. And just maybe, you know, I'm not teaching anybody anything new, um, but I hope that I'm reminding them of their identity in Christ. And I try to do that. I think, you know, being a, a former uh, high school and elementary teacher, you know, I want to help people look at things in a, in a different way and, and just, you know, help them think a little bit more deeply. And so, um, you know, you and I are both, we are passionate about helping women know that, you know, we're, we're not the sum of all the good things we do or, you know, we're not reduced by all the bad choices that we've made or that I'll make today or that I, you know, threaten to sell my children or, you know, whatever, but that, <laughs> um, but that our identity is scripture says, right. We're chosen. We're loved. We're equipped. We're delighted in, we are complete in Christ. Like 
really, really stepping into the labels that got that Christ died to give us, but actually doing that in, in our real lives. Because I think a lot of us know that in a very abstract, cerebral way. But I know for many, many, many years, I didn't, the, what I knew about who God said I was didn't intersect with my real life and my real heart. And so that's really what I try to teach um, through my different uh, avenues of ministry. I, I totally get all of the things that you're saying, like the distance between your head and your heart, those 18 inches. Mm-hmm. You're like, why do they feel so far? Why can I know something in my head, but it just doesn't? feel right or make it all the way to my heart or how I'm living and like yeah. I can know something about God but it doesn't translate to yeah but what does that say about me and what does that mm-hmm. say about our relationship and how I then yeah. live so you said you're on five book five okay so lay them out for me what do you have yeah. what were what was your first <laughs> writing that was your school capstone and then yeah after that okay so yeah walking by the homeless is uh, was my first book my capstone Um, that's a devotional that it talks about, um, kind of, there's a double entendre where I used to walk, literally walk by the homeless. Like I would feel bad and I wouldn't know what to do, but I did nothing, um, to then the Lord calling me into inner city life and ministry. Um, but part of that book is also when I was in seminary, I had a monumental crisis of faith where I almost walked away from Christianity altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, and in systematic theology, interesting. <laughs> irony of all ironies. Um, and so I do also have um, that journey in that book because, you know, my walk into the city really very much paralleled my walk of faith and really learning more about what the cross of Christ really meant. And then my next book was uh, Imperfectly Perfect. And that is uh, what one of the reasons I got started in well, one of the reasons I came to know Christ as Savior, and then one of the reasons I um, transitioned out of education, educating in the public schools into women's ministry, was I started having panic attacks when I was about five years old. And um, so I, I do often, or did anyway, often share about fear and anxiety and how the Lord freed me after many, many years from those panic attacks. And so my book, Imperfectly Perfect, it's a collection of 52 just really short little devotionals, but several of them do touch on fear and how that's manifested itself in my life and, um, you know, how, again, how the Lord and his word have, have helped free me from the bondage of anxiety, even though, you know, I still default to sure. fear many, many sure. times, but he's freed me from the bondage of that. And then last year I wrote Believe Deeper, um, which is another, that's a 12-week devotional. That's been kind of fun because that's, again, just sort of how do we move things from our our head down into our lives, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's been fun. I actually, that has a second edition with small group questions and some conversation um, starters because several churches actually did that, you know, with small groups informally or informally. Yeah. So that was really, that was kind of a, um, a neat, um, evolution of that book. And then I just finished four weeks to fear less, which is a, um, 28 day devotional specifically for young women, ages 17 to 25. And again, just kind of going through, it's really a marriage of talking about my own journey with panic attacks and anxiety and how the Lord has helped free me from that. But then also 
part of how that happens is stepping into our identity of who Christ says we are and actually believing that. And so, um, and just walking alongside a lot of young people in the last couple of years, um, when I had the height of my panic attacks was in college. You know, I think we're going into that place of we're independent of our parents, right. where we don't know what we're doing. We have all these decisions we have to make. And so my anxiety was an all-time high. And as I'm talking to women of that age now, post-pandemic, post-political unrest, post uh, all of the, all things, the things that the world is, yeah. <laughs> um, I, it, you know, it, it, can't, it breaks your heart. And you're like, okay, what can is there some small thing I can try to you know, do so that when I encounter women in my ministry or whatever, I can maybe just give a little bit of my story. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about four weeks to fear less, not fearless, but fear less, because I, one of the things I learned in talking with college age women in particular, but also I was um, discipling two high school seniors last year. They, they're so creative, you know, and like the ways that they feel connected to the Lord, learn more about themselves. And so the, this journal is kind of cool because it gives room for you to draw or it gives room for you oh, to, you know, like I love it. write or yeah. yeah. And so it's got kind of some cool visuals in it. Um, and then out of that, I wrote, I've always wanted to write a children's book, um, being an elementary teacher, I love kids. And so out of that book, I pulled some of the, my own personal stories and wrote um, a book for four to eight year olds called Where is Jesus When I'm Afraid? Very and cool. So, yeah, that's just about a little um, Japanese American girl like myself. She's the, I'm the character and um, she, you know, she kind of experiences these fears and finds out that the Lord is always with her. But then um, there's a little plot twist in the middle too, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to give. No, it all don't away spoil it. Don't spoil it. That is super exciting. Well, when do these these last two? When do these two books come out? Have they? Yeah, yeah, awesome. So four weeks to fear less is available um, on Amazon, and where's Jesus when I'm afraid should be available on Amazon. Hopefully, um, the beginning of November. So, and then I. Yeah, if you check out my website, I also have a local merchant who carries my stuff. So I'll have it there. And then, of course, I'll have it um, at Unshakable. So, Very yeah, cool. I'm we will really make excited. sure I will make sure to post links to those to mm. all of your books or at least your website you. in the show notes. So if anyone is listening and is interested, look there as well as you kind of just segued us into un Unshakable. I mean, this is a great transition for you. I love that you mm. kind of focused in and honed in on that 17 to 25 age group, because if I have learned anything over the last couple of years, this Generation Z is hungry mm. for answers and they're hungry for yeah. different they're like, no, I want to do this differently. Like, I want to have a purpose mm -hmm. here. I want to be intentional. Like, we're seeing, statistically anyway, mm -hmm. teens, Generation Z, dropping smartphones like a bad mm -hmm. habit. So oh. many are moving away from them and going back to Motorola, I guess, has this new talk text only. I was like, novel idea. I mean, that's what I had in wow. college. That's all you could do. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, see, every trend, a lot of times we just swing that pendulum too far one way, and then you mm -hmm. respond by going back the other way. And this generation is just, mm. they are an online generation that is looking for something yeah. real, something That's, not yeah. online. So I love that you target that in your book, especially with fear. And then, yes, there's an Unshakable conference coming up November 4th that you and I will both be at. You are keynoting. I am going to do a breakout for the high schoolers. I actually get to do this with my daughter, which is really exciting. 
But again, just stepping into this this generation, the next generation, that is what God has called us to, to continue to pass down his truth to the next generation. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be there. It is $15 a person if you guys are interested and would like to join us. There's a Chick-fil-A lunch included. This is for high school, college age-ish, but I think they're targeting high school, middle school, high school girls. And any woman that is in their life supporting them, a mom, an aunt, a grandma, a guardian, any to come with them to do this together, which I think is so awesome. I love that Fox River is doing this, and I love that they're orienting it to, like you said, specifically to these young women, because I, I agree with you, Erica. I think not only are these young people hungry, but they're they're hungry for authenticity and they're hungry for truth. Yes. And I think, as you said, like the pendulum swings one way or the other, and we've sidestepped so much of um, not wanting to offend anybody. And yet God, you know, God's word and his, his, the things he calls us into obedience are because he loves us. Deuteronomy six says, here are my laws. And the reason I want you to follow them is so that it will go well with you. Mm -hmm. And, and so often I think we miss the intimacy and the relationship piece. Again, we know it in our head, but we miss it in our lives and in our heart for the Lord. And yet these young people are like, don't, don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Tell me yes. what's true and, yes. and tell it to me honestly. And, and it's just amazing how hungry they are for that. And what, and, you know, I think as, especially, you know, me being in my fifties now, you know, <laughs> there was a young woman a few years ago and her, her mom came to me and was like, do you want to disciple my daughter? And I said, in my head, I said, no, I don't have time. And then I, I said, I'm like, okay, I'm going to circumvent this. And I said, why don't you ask her first if she wants to be discipled by one of her mom's old friends? Let's just start with that because good, that'll question. just be my, yeah, that'll just be my out. Cause she'll say no. And sure enough, she said, yes. Like she basically doesn't know me from Adam. She knows that, she, you know, I'm my kid's mom and that that's pretty much all she knows about me, knew about me at that time. And so you know, I just, that, that's another reason I'm really excited about this conference is sometimes I think we get to an age where we think, well, we're not relevant. Kids aren't going to, we can't relate. And I don't think kids care. I think kids, if you're authentic and you can tell them, here's what God's word says and here, well, here's how we're going to wrestle it. Cause this isn't going to be easy. And I'm going to sit in the pit with you. They don't care if you're 107. They, I think these kids are hungry for that. I 100% agree. I mean, that is part of the reason why this podcast is called Let's Be Real. Let's talk about the real, authentic parts of faith, and let's just do it honestly. Like, look, what mm -hmm. is true? I mean, I have a whole podcast episode on what is truth. I think it's the most listened yeah. to episode. I think it's number 13, like way back in the beginning. But awesome. there's so much hunger. Somebody tell me straight, because I've watched 12 TikToks and none of them agree. So I need mm. something to just somebody answer it for me and put this to bed. Uh, I totally agree yeah. with you. So hungry, so hungry for what is true, which is why I love kind of this idea, this name, the theme, Unshakable. Now, the mm -hmm. conference is based on, we're talking about our identity in Christ, which I know is very near and dear to you and your heart. You kind of talked about that a little bit. And I don't want you to give us too much because, you know, you're the, the keynote and people are going to come and hear you. But what do you hope to briefly convey to these women? Yeah, I think, you know, my whole um, passion for, 
you know, living out of our identity in Christ and actually like not just knowing it, but experiencing it came out of um, being invited to be part of a discipleship group when I was in my late 40s. And I didn't really want to. I had heard, um, I don't know, there was a lot of crying and vulnerability. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, no, thanks. And not I, for me. I cry enough on a given day okay. without, yeah, <laughs> without intentionally walking into that. But I, what ultimately ended up kind of pushing me to say yes to being a part of that discipleship group was the Lord just kept, you know, spotlighting in my life how exhausting it was to people please. And that I was long graduated from middle school. And yet I cared so much about what people thought, trying to keep them happy, not making waves, not getting in trouble, all of the things that just exhaust us. And I really felt that the Lord had some freedom for me in that. And so that's really, you know, that journey and kind of the things that I learned and the ways that I learned to really start to, like, I, you know, I heard, I heard many years ago at a conference, this, this keynote speaker talk about, we should have an audience of one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, help me, help me have an audience of one. Okay. Oh, I should have an audience of one. Oh, I shouldn't have cared what that person thought because I, I should know. And I basically just would should myself to death, but I never wow. experienced actually being able to do that other than guilting myself and feeling ashamed and, you know, kind of what I learned through that discipleship class and through a series of other um, ways that God helped me to step into who he says in scripture who he calls me and what I am, that's really what I hope to share at Unshakable, you know, in a way that, again, it's, um, I just taught at that mother-daughter retreat last weekend at Timberley to, you know, the youngest age girl was nine, and the oldest woman who was there, I think, was 76, and I thought, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, that is <laughs> I can't a wide demographic. And 12 year olds, and yeah, and the Lord's like, no, you absolutely cannot, but, but the Spirit can, mm-hmm. and so, and it ended up just being such a joy and a blessing as, and you know this, Erica, as t- as teaching always is, you know, it's more for me and you than it is for the people we're speaking to. Amen to that. We learn and get blessing more than the people who we're speaking to. So I'm, I'm super just excited for this opportunity. And again, I'm grateful that Fox River had the, you know, vision and then put legs to it to do this because I, I think it's going to be really amazing. I agree. I'm super excited. It is coming up in just a couple short weeks. So if you're interested in joining us, the registration link is going to be in the show notes as well. If you come, come find us. Say hi to both me and Laura. If you're interested in her books, remember, check the show notes. Check them out. Go to Amazon. Go to our website. Get those for yourself. And we, I hope, that I can somehow entice you to come back again and uh, we can have another discussion about, you know, anything. I think it'd be a ton of fun. So I hope you join us <laughs> I, back. I would love that. Again. I would love that. Thank you, for, thank you for having me, Erica. And thank you for, um, it's just, it's a, yeah, I was joking with you before we came on that I, we, I met someone when I was speaking who is a friend of yours and I made the joke that I think everyone is a friend of Erica Connors because <laughs> you're one of those people that, either you know you know you know a lot of people or they know you um but I love I'm really really humbled and grateful that you you know were like hey do you want to come on my on my podcast and we can promote your book and I just like I love that sisterhood of um the faith but I love that you know you have that you clearly are stepping into your identity in Christ 
that you're not like, oh, this person's a, a threat or this person does the same thing I do. You, you're coming along and fostering and creating community within um, the big C, it, it, capital C church. And so I, I just, I'm really, really grateful for what you're doing. And well, the you ministry are and, the yeah. sweetest. And I might cut that out because I don't like when people say nice things. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I love it. And I'm always uncomfortable, right? Where you're like, oh, it's is this is my funeral. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> I'm You know, I mean, that's, that's actually a big part of what I teach in identity is like, we're so good at giving props to everybody else. And we believe yes. it for them. Yes. But it's so hard for us to receive it. And yet that's God's heart for us. Like the Lord, right? Yes. He planted that just now for me to share that with you. And so the more we can receive it and believe it, and, and be like, thank you, thank you, Lord, that like, you don't even, you, not only do you love me, but your word says you delight in me. Mm. And so that can be hard to can, wrap your head around sometimes yeah. for sure. Amen. Yep. Amen. So well, don't cut thank that you for that. I, <laughs> I'll leave it now. <laughs> I will leave it. Thanks again. And I can't wait to have you back. Thanks for having me, Erica. I'll see you on the floor. Yes. Unshakable. <laughs>